how does Kyler start these things off? I forgot. Oh, welcome back to Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iPhone Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Um, I wasn't, this is Aaron, by the way. Um, I wasn't on the last episode, um, as I don't remember what Kyler said exactly, but um, I was taking care of some family matters, but I'm back now. But this time, Kyler is gone. Uh, he had to work, but that's okay. Uh, we're not doing. The, I'm not doing this episode solo because that's tough to do. I have a returning guest. Um, I think he's been on. He was on one episode that me and him did together. Then he was on the episode 100, the 100th episode when we had like four or five people on, and now he's back for a third time. Uh, Colton, how you doing? I'm doing great, Aaron. How are you? Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, I'm all right. Got some real bad allergy problems going on right now, but that's all right. Yeah, I can tell. Um, I don't know, really. What you been up to? Oh, just uh, staying healthy, you know? Still a pandemic out here, you know? So uh, just trying to stay healthy, trying to stay active, and... Uh, you know, that's all. Uh, that's all I can ask for at the moment. Is it considered a pandemic still? Uh, yeah, pretty sure it is. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that stopped whenever they started giving out COVID shots at CVS. <laughs> yeah. No. No. It's. Uh, no. We're still. We're still uh, having tens of thousands of cases a day. So. Uh, yeah. No. It's better. It's for sure better than it was in the winter. But uh, just in case anyone didn't know. Uh, it's still happening, no yeah. matter what uh, Texas, the state of Texas, might try to tell you. Yeah, I was just about to ask you. Um, how do you feel about that? March tenth, Texas, hundred percent open, no masks. Well, it, it's. Um, I, I'll try to keep it my my comments brief and uh, try not to go on a huge rant here because I've I've been known to do that. Um, but, uh, in, in one word, it's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. In my okay. opinion, in my opinion, it is, uh, ridiculous. Obviously you ask just about every other person in Texas, you're going to get a different response. I agree with that. Uh, it's a very divided issue between especially people in Texas. Um, so some people applaud it. Some people hate it. And I have, uh, I'm, I'm with the latter. I'm with the latter group. Uh, whenever you see, uh, that this exact thing happened last year. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, uh, you know, lifted restrictions and not completely, not as, you know, didn't go to the extent that they are going to now, but uh, was just lifting and easing restrictions. And that's whenever cases go up and people get, get hospitalized. And uh, we're still there. I mean, the light, the, the difference between now and then, though, is that, there's a light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccines, with Pfizer, Moderna, and um, Johnson and Johnson vaccines being distributed. Um, there's at least an, a light at the end of the tunnel. So that's the thing that's the most frustrating to me is that we're we can see the end, or at least you know what can be as close to the end as we can get to at this point. Yeah, and and get herd immunity with past infections and vaccine shots so that's the thing that's just so frustrating it's just like why can't you know why can't we just wait a couple of more months why can't we wait you know it's just now announced that we should have as many vaccine shots for every adult in the in the u.s by the end of may and you know it's just i just don't get why we have to do it right now yeah. i have my theories as to why it happened but it's still just so frustrating to see it now. And it's like, we could just wait a little bit longer, get more vaccines into people's arms and, and then maybe ease them up a little bit, but we're just going full send. No, you know, you don't have to wear a mask if you want to. And, but we want you to be responsible on your own is what the message is. We, you know, we're going to lift the mandate, but we still urge you to be responsible. And I, that puts the responsibility on on uh, workers making seven twenty five an hour or or lowly wages, saying like, "Hey, you know, 
we want we still need you to wear a mask our business requires you to wear a mask and that gives people the what they think is the right to say well the state of texas didn't you know yeah. isn't making me do this why should i you know and then at least with a mandate it gave workers the ability to say like it's a mandate too you know state mandate so now we're giving those people that aren't making nearly enough to put up with that to have to put up with that so anyways it's still a mini rant there but uh that's that's my opinion on it i know i was just i whenever i so kyler did the episode like i said on friday by himself and i know he taught he touched on it because that was sort of announced but Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really. I don't think I have an opinion on it. Really, I don't think. I, I mean, for the past, what is it? It's March now, and the mandate to wear masks in Texas started what last March, maybe April. Um, I I can't remember specifically. I mean, either way it goes, it's been about a year. Um, and still, I mean, I have friends now that. You know, when you go into a gas station, right, to get a Gatorade or maybe you don't, you just have cash and you need to get some gas. And on the door it says, you know, masks are mandatory, masks are required. You still have, I see, I mean, I see it now and I see it every day. Just people that just go in, they just don't wear masks. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, that's just Texas. <laughs> that's really, it's just Texas, really. Um, I also, but... um you don't keep up with the UFC as much as I do, but uh, Dana White thought you might find this interesting. Um, during the press conference before the UFC this past Saturday, uh, whenever the uh, the uh, the mandate to open up Texas one hundred back to one hundred percent was you know announced, that'll be happening on March tenth. Uh, a reporter asked Dana White, uh, "Are you going to try to get a, a UFC event in Texas?" So they could have, you know, full crowd. And uh, he said, I'm working on Texas right now. Dallas said no. So the city of Dallas told Dana White, no, we're not going to have a UFC event here. Still sort of COVID time. So I guess he's working on Houston, probably Austin, San Antonio, um, to have the the first full live open 100% sports, you know, thing go on sports event go on and contrary to you know popularity if it's a good ufc card i would have thoughts about buying a ticket and going would i do it 98 percent sure not but let little two percent in my mind it'd be like oh that'd be you know sort of historic first live ufc event or for first live sporting event open 100% since, you know, a pandemic happened a year ago, sort of histor- historic. So I would, I would, that 2% would make me want to be a part of that and go. But if it's in Houston, I hate the city of Houston anyway. So probably a no go. Dang, just straight up saying you hate the city of Houston. All me, right. me and Kyler both agree. Just throwing on, it out there. Yeah, no, me and Kyler both agree that we have a dislike towards the city of Houston. Okay. I think Houston is smelly. No, I'm not saying the people suck. I'm just saying the city smells. And your baseball teams are cheaters. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's objectively true, yeah. That, uh, that part is. I mean, you had James Harden. You effed that up. I mean, I don't know what else to say. The Texans, y'all effed up. Y'all got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> About to... Give away uh, Deshaun Watson. About to give to give away Deshaun Watson. Make JJ Watt leave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just, you're not wrong. City of Houston, they're just not very good. Not not the people. I've been to Houston a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I hate Houston, but it is is it my least liked, you know, least desired spot in Texas to go to? Yeah, I mean. I, it's not that I hate Houston. I just I just like Austin, Dallas, and San Antonio more yeah, than no. Houston. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just uh, there's just yeah. I don't know. It's just easier to get to. You know, they're all straight down 35, and um, yeah, I just like them better as 
Uh, cities for sure. I agree. I yep. agree with that at least. I agree. Um, but going back to your UFC point, um, yeah, I, I'm just not sure. I'd be surprised if they'd be able to do it at least right now, uh, regardless of uh, Greg Abbott saying all the businesses can open 100% just because um, while a lot of these smaller counties um, can uh, agree with him, you know, uh, a lot of these bigger cities, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, uh, I mean, they're kind of blue cities. Those are blue areas in Texas. So I just don't see the cities allowing that to happen. Yeah. Because while the state might like that as a whole, the larger cities, I just don't think have uh, the support necessary to uh, to get that to happen. So I don't know. I could be wrong. Time will tell. But you hear that, Dana White? Personally, I'd be surprised. Colton Thompson says bigger cities is a no are no go. Bring UFC six, you know, two sixty three to Sherman, Texas, Bearcat Stadium. Uh, well, 200 seats, <laughs> highly unlikely, but Hey, if I they want to go that. for it, I would go to that. Yeah. I'm sure you would. If I'll, it was right down the road from you. I, yeah. Yeah. I'd go to that in a heartbeat in a heartbeat. Aaron, you can go, but you can't wear a mask. Okay. That's fine. All right, well, I'll hold my we'll, breath. Uh, We'll just agree to disagree there. I'll hold my breath. Every time I take a breath, I'll breathe into my shirt and suck the air out of my shirt. Well, good. I'll, uh, to that, I, I would just say good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck, Aaron. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, but off of that though, um, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack dropped a new song. They did. Uh, leave the door open. I think it's one of the greatest songs to drop in a very long time. Really? Uh, that, think that highly of it. As of recent, so as of recent music drops, you can go that like, or big name music drops that people would, you know, gravitate towards. Um, mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, so you got Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack. Bruno Mars hadn't, you know, made a song in like six what is it 2016 so five years um what's another artist i mean drake did scary hours two mm-hmm. uh the same day justin bieber dropped uh his single hold on of the same day um as of recently though i mean can you think of any other new music that has came out recently uh, Chance the Rapper, The Heart and the Tongue. I haven't listened to that yet. I need to listen to that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a, an official drop on Spotify, Apple Music, and all the streaming services, but it did drop that the song and the music video on YouTube, and uh, I believe he directed the music video himself, and uh, I think he produced it, too. I, I could be wrong. I know one of the, one of the two he did, but... Uh, you know, obviously coming off of his uh, big, the Big Day album that was met with a bunch of uh, music critics as being, um, you know, not his best work, to say the very least. I agree. I, I mean, I, I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that's kind of a consensus that at the very least, it's not his best work. A lot of people don't will go as far as they hate it. I wouldn't go that far. I don't hate it, but I, I, yeah. I definitely don't you know, enjoy it as much as a uh, coloring book or acid rap. I'm actually uh, about to go like through that. that track list of that album. And um, the big day, the big day is a 22 song album. Oof, God, I forgot it was that long. I haven't listened to it in so long. Um, I'm counting one, two, three, four, four songs on that album that I I have went back to and listened to, yeah. Which are uh, obviously "Hot Shower" with "Made in Tokyo" and uh, "Da Baby," um, "Handsome" with Megan The Stallion, "Big Fish" with Gucci Mane, and "Ball and Flossin" with Shawn Mendes. 
I couldn't tell you how any other song on the album even sounds. Not even get a not even get remotely close to it. That's how forgettable yeah. that album was. Right. If I had a choice to listen to Chance the Rapper, I mean, to be honest, I would not really go back to the big day. I just wouldn't. Coloring there are a book. lot of other songs, plenty of other songs. Um, going back to 10 Day, you know, I would rather listen to 10 Day's first mixtape than, yeah. than the big day. Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely underwhelming. But to get back to the heart and the tongue, I know you haven't listened to it, but uh, I've listened to it twice. And uh, the lyrics, his writing, uh, the beat is solid, but his lyrics... Um, were very good. I really enjoyed his wordplay, and uh, yeah, it's the best Chance the Rapper song I've heard. Well, I guess since that—that's that, just his song, not just a feature. Uh, probably, I mean, probably since Coloring Book. Yeah. So I think Coloring Book came out in 2015. I want to say so maybe six years. Uh, Coloring Book came out in 2016. 16. Okay. Yep, came out in 2016. So five years, which is, you know, you know how big of a fan I was of Chance the Rapper, and still am. I still really do like Chance the Rapper. Um, now these headphones keep on falling out. Um, but, you know, with the big day, I just, you know, it's with no music coming out of his. I mean, obviously, like, his feature with Justin Bieber was okay. You know, he's had some decent features here and there. Nothing that like, kind of blew me away. It was nothing like, um, ultra light beam, you know, that's yeah. probably his best feature. Whenever you look at every uh, song that he's of another artist that he's been on, that's, I think that's far and away. And that's still just a classic verse from chance, but, yeah. um, to have him come back and get back to what he's, I mean, known for. And that's his lyric, his lyricism. I mean, it's really good. A really personal, um, and emotional writing that he puts into his songs. And, uh, I think he's hopefully getting back to that. Back to the. Back to that kind of writing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I just think that Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars, they're I guess they're called Silk Sonic, like that's their band. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of the better drops in a in a while that I've heard. Um, just I mean, really can't go wrong with Bruno Mars. Um. He's a good writer, good voice. Um, it's just a really smooth song. Yeah, it and is. It's just, it's just really easy to listen to. Oh, and yeah. Even if it doesn't matter what kind of mood you're in, you're, you could be having the worst day you've had in months. But you, oh, you, yeah. put that song, you put that song on and you could just be, you know, just resting, just have a resting, you know, just disgusted look on your face. But that song comes on, and you can at least get back to neutral at yeah. the very least. It's just really if not calming. Not be put into a good mood. Yeah, it's uh, it's just smooth. It's just yeah. The, the you know the oh no, I lost Colton. What happened? Let's see if I can get him back. Uh oh. Oops! I accidentally <laughs> hit a hit a button on my uh, headphones. Oh, gotcha. Didn't mean to do that. That was pretty funny. I was just, I was sitting here. You can hear on the recording, go, doo And I went, oh no, I lost Colton. <laughs> See if I can get him back. That's pretty funny. User error, my bad. Um, yeah, no, just that song, it's super smooth. Um, I don't know, you know, the, the real instruments. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen the music video for it? I have, yeah. Like Anderson Pack's on the drum. I did Bruno not know Martin he was a piano. excellent percussion drummer like that. I didn't know he was so musically inclined. Yeah. I mean, I knew Bruno yeah, was really a, talented. I didn't know. I knew Bruno was a, you know, piano guy and guitar guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, knew that. Um, but I didn't know Anderson Pack was a, that, that, that nice on the drum kit had no idea. So that was a nice surprise. I know they're making a collab album that'll be coming mm-hmm. out sometime soon. Uh, looking forward to that. I don't really know. Definitely set some good expectations. Oh, yeah. Me and Tyler uh, talked about it tonight at the gym because I asked him if he heard it over the weekend. And he said, yeah, it's one of those, you know, he's been playing it on repeat. Because, I mean, it's such a good song. You sort of, 
it's not like you can get old, tired of hearing it, hearing it because it's just so smooth. It's very relaxing. It's very calming. Um, and we were talking. I was like, I can't think of any other artist that I would like. Once that Anderson Pack and Bruno album comes out, it's like I can't think of any other artist that I would really want to hear from if their album, if their whole album is as good as that one song. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know who could top that. Really, I mean, not from a just a mute. Like, I mean. I'm biased towards towards certain artists, but I mean, I think it's a, it's a collaboration that you just, I guess, didn't really know that you needed. Yeah, exactly. Until until that song came, until that song came out, <laughs> and and now that you could, now you you hear the potential of them together. Yeah, it's like why didn't we think of this? Why didn't this happen? Yeah, exactly. Soon? I mean. I think the only thing that could top that album for me is a Frank Ocean album. That's it. Mm. Last time he dropped was in 2016, too. It's been five years. Give us an album, Frank. God, has it already been that long? Yeah. Seems like that wasn't that long ago. Channel Orange was in 2012. Mm-hmm. That seems like a long time ago. Uh, and then Blonde, also known as Boys Don't Cry, 2016. Um he dropped a couple of singles, the uh, Siendo and uh, Dear April uh, in 2019. And uh, he was on, he was featured on someone's song. He was on, you know, he was on the Travis album in 2018. Yeah. Um, but I mean, other than little features and here and there. Is that the last time we've heard him? Yeah. Was the Travis album? No, uh, he dropped two singles. Um, oh, that's right. The one in Spanish, right? He had one in like, uh, didn't which he have is one great. in Spanish? Yeah, it's uh, Siendo. Oh, Cayenne. Yeah, I forgot about April those. 3rd, yeah. 2020 is when he dropped it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did uh, Cayendo. That came out April 3rd, 2020. Dear April came out the same day. Uh, in My Room, DHL, and those came out in 2019. He did one single in 2018, one single in 2017. Yeah, Frank Ocean album would be great. I know that. So before COVID happened last year, he was one of the headliners at Coachella. Mm -hmm. And he was uh, supposed to be releasing new music the weekend of Coachella. It never happened. So he never dropped the music. Um, And then uh, his brother died in a car crash. So I highly doubt that we'll be getting any music from him at minimum until the end of the year, which makes me sad. Well, with him, you just never know. I mean, right before Blonde, he right before Blonde, he um, put out that surprise album, didn't he? Because yeah, he put out had, Endless. He, yeah, he had to put out something, I think, from what I can remember. I might be wrong, but it was to... Uh, like his contract, he had to yeah. like put out a certain number of albums before sign with, he could um, sign with Def sign, Jam. Yeah, or so you know he, he was had, signed so. with Universal, and uh, uh, he he had under his contract, he still owed them one more album. So mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, let me let me throw this out here real quick. Then I'm gonna drop the actual album." Clever move, I think. <laughs> really smart move. <laughs> We put I mean, out a you bunch have to of, go on YouTube to listen to that, right? I mean, that's nowhere else, right? Yeah, YouTube, uh, it's still on Apple Music. You can watch the whole, like, 48-minute video on Apple Music, uh, which actually has some good songs on it. Um, but it's nothing compared to Blonde, though. Nothing compared to that. I've recently been... Uh, oh, Frank could make an album. Justin Timberlake album would be cool. Haven't heard from him in a while. I think the last thing he did was man in the woods or man of the woods mm-hmm. um trying to think he's more re- he's more recently uh involved in acting yep yep palmer palmer yeah, yeah. the apple tv exclusive mm-hmm. it was um, okay i mean it was all right what else i think he did pretty well in it who else is an artist that i think highly of that i haven't heard from in a long time you don't think highly of drake have you I I mean I don't it's it's not that I think highly of him I don't think poorly of him either it's just he's Drake I am excited to hear Certified Lover Boy I think that'll be I think that'll be a decent album from the title I mean makes sense Drake is in his Lover Boy bag you know Marvin's Room esque doing it wrong esque type you know 
songwriting off based off the album title. I mean, I listen to Marvin's Room all the time. It's a great song. Um, out of out of every song on Take Care, you listen to that one. I listen to Marvin's Room. Um, Over My Dead Body is my go-to track. Over My Dead Body is good. Um, um, Marvin's Room. That's still my favorite album of his. Yeah, no, absolutely. Marvin's Room and Doing It Wrong are my two most visited songs on that album. Mm. Absolutely. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Drake. Um, he's just Drake. He puts out bangers, and sometimes he puts out terrible. And just really, you never know. It's hit or miss. Why don't you really speak your mind, Aaron? <laughs> stop, stop holding, stop holding back. I'm, I'm being honest. I mean, sometimes. No, you're holding back. We I'm, all know you can't stand Drake. I actually enjoy Drake. Uh, you have said in the past you hate Drake. That's not true. Um, you are a Drake hater. Definitely not a Drake hater. I think me and I Tyler. Want, I just want the record to show. I want the record to show. No matter what Aaron says over the next minute, he has said in the past he hates Drake with a fiery passion. Never said that before. Hates him. Aubrey, Anyways, Aubrey, I've never said that. Um, continue. I have made. I have pissed off Kyler on on an episode before because I called Post Malone one of the most overrated artists, uh, in like the rap game, if you want to call it that. He's more of a pop artist at this point. Yeah, I agree. But I called him. Uh, he's more overrated than he, you know, deserves. Like people give him way too much credit. I love Post Malone. Don't get me wrong. He's overrated. Dallas's own. <laughs> he is. He is. But when you go and think about his, you know, top ten songs that that you know top the charts, you got. Uh, you got I Fall Apart. I give Post all the credit on that. He's on that song solo. He wrote the song. Very heartfelt song. Okay. You got White Iverson that put him on the scene. I remember when that dropped. Everyone lost their minds. White Iverson. Dope. But other than those, other than those, you got what? Rockstar? Mm -hmm. 21 Savage sort of carried him on that track. Post Malone's verse is sort of forgotten. That that beat okay. sort of suits Twenty One Savage. Um, congratulations! Mm-hmm. I think everyone knows everyone went to that song for Quavo. That was you know Migos Migos peak right there. Quavo was on everything. Um, I like Quavo too. Most overrated Migos member. Offset I think is a better rapper. Um, yeah, you were you were really just hating on these people out of nowhere. I'm not hating on them. I like off. What I like it? Quavo. I think Quavo's great. I Something just going think, wrong, Aaron. Something going wrong in your life right now, just making you want no. to hate on people. What's happening? No, I'm just saying. So let's hear it. I'm just saying. I like Quavo. I think Quavo's great. He's a hooper, left hand huncho. I just think Offset is a more talented rapper. Quavo on a hook or a chorus, I'll take him all day. Um, what's another post song? I, think, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering where all of this is coming from. You're, oh, you're, oh, you're really going in on these people. I'm not trying to defend them. I'm not trying to go to bat for Quavo and 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 Post Malone. I, I like them. I don't love them. I don't hate them. But but to come out of nowhere and be like, you know what? I I'm just gonna choose violence today. No. I'm gonna go after <laughs> Post Malone. I'm gonna go after Quavo. Just no, just. Un, just unprovoked. Just, I'm not. I hate. I hate these guys. They, I, they suck. That's hey, the thing. I don't. Alone, <laughs> y'all suck out of nowhere. That's the thing. I don't hate them. I the song "Congratulations" is fantastic. The song "White Iverson" is great. The song "I Fall Apart" pro, it's a top three Post Malone song. Rockstar, that's a banger. They're all great songs. I'm just saying, the whole. Post Malone is great. He doesn't. He never misses. Uh, I never hear that. Well, I, this is really just directed towards Kyler. And his, Obviously, you and his have girlfriend, a vendetta and against his, Kyler's love for Post Malone. And it really just goes against Kyler and his girlfriend Brittany because they love Post Malone. 
and they just are blinded by the facade that is Post Malone because he's not that great. Um, he's great. He's not as great as they make him out to be. Another he's song. He's not that great. He's great. He's not that great. Okay. Another Post Malone track. Top three Post Malone track. Take What You Want From Me with Tra- Travis and Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne carried that song. There's no doubt. There's no question about it. You can listen to that song. Hey, Alexa. Play Take What You Want From Me by Post Malone. Here's Take What You Want by Post Malone featuring Ozzy Osbourne. Travis Are we really just gonna Amazon music? Oh, just, just for a second, just for a second. I can only do this for 30 seconds before it gets copyrighted. I feel you crumble in my arms down to your heart You Hey Alexa. Hey Alexa. Hey Alexa, stop! I really couldn't get into the the meat and potatoes of that song because it's a little deeper in. But yeah, no, Ozzy Ozzy carried carried he carried Travis in that song too, and I'm a huge fan of Travis Scott. I didn't yeah, wake I up. Don't, I I don't I I just don't see anybody. I. This has to be all t- towards Kyler. It, it I, is. I'm not seeing. It is. I'm not seeing anybody just come out and just be like you know i'm not seeing anybody pull a kanye going up to the stage this is a very old reference but kanye going up the, and grabbing the mic from taylor swift and be like beyonce is the best no one's doing that for for post malone no one's and doing they that shouldn't. for quavo and they shouldn't and if they shouldn't okay if you invited kyler to the vmas he would do that for post malone he would snatch that trophy right out of What's the equivalent of Taylor Swift in that era? What's that girl's name that won America's Got Talent with the ukulele? Grace Vanderwall. Kyler would walk right up to her and snatch her little ukulele and her thing and be like, I'm sorry, Grace, I'm going to let you finish. But Post Malone had the greatest album of all time. That's what Kyler would do. Yes, this whole rant was a shot at Kyler, 100%. Yeah, yeah, y'all need to work this out. Y'all have... There's some deep-seated issues there between y'all. If you if you're uh, you just went on a whole you you called up Alexa to play a song. I thought we were going to listen to the whole the full length of this of this song because no. you were just like, see, no, no, Post Malone's not that great. <laughs> like, okay, no, 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 that's a great song. I love that song. Obviously, yeah, can tell, can really tell. I'm just saying, really tell you love that song. I don't go to that. I don't listen to that. You song go to that there. song for for the little parts that Ozzy Osbourne sings the chorus instead of Post Malone and Travis Scott. I actually like Travis's feature on that a lot. Um, I go to that track more for Ozzy and Travis than I do Post. Yeah, Kyler, if you get if you're listening to this episode and you make it this far, this is all towards you. One hundred percent, Kyler. I have no beef. I have I have nothing <laughs> with. Your love for Post Malone? Hey, if you love Post Malone that much, go for it. I don't care. I really don't. I'll, I'll be happy that you love you have you have love for an artist like that. So uh, I don't share that, but I, I don't. I, I'm not a hater like Aaron either. So I'm not a hater. That. I'm giving You're him obvious. credit. You just went on a, the longest Post Malone rant I've ever seen. Heard anyone. I'm giving it. Go I gave him before. credit. They're all great songs. They're all. They You're all, giving him nothing but backhanded compliments. That's and true. And saying he sucks. I'm not saying he sucks. Post Malone is very talented. He's just not as talented as Kyler makes don't him out Kyler. to be. Don't say Kyler. Don't say everyone. I thought you were about to say like no. people give him credit. It's no. It's just Kyler. He's not as talented as Kyler makes him out to be. Post Malone is a great artist. Yeah, he is. He's one. Of, he's a top three rapper in, on the planet. No, he's not. Oh, oh, I mean, I would have a little bit of problem if he said he's a top three rapper. He's oh. barely, he's gone from rapper to, I, I mean, he's kind of barely been a rapper. I feel like he's, he's pop rap. He's yeah. not, I, I'm not saying you can't put him under the hip hop category or anything like that. He's pop yeah. and that's fine. He's obviously been extremely successful. He just did a virtual Pokemon concert for God's sakes. 
That's true. I don't know if you knew that, but he did. Another artist. It was like the, tw- was like the 25th, yeah, 25th <laughs> Pokemon anniversary, and they got Post Malone to sing his songs as Pokemon are all around him and stuff. It was pretty crazy. I'm like, it's the, it was the most random collaboration I'd ever seen in my life. Um, and then he did a cover for Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, what's the song? Um, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Y'all can look it up. It, it, which was also just a, the most random cover I've ever heard in, in forever, too. Um, anyways, yeah, okay, Post Malone. You don't like him. Kylo likes him. I think that's been established at this point. I like Post. <laughs> like but another artist that no one has heard from in a very long time, not a peep, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, it's been. I, th- I thought there was some video that came out of him shooting a music video. It looks like he's been working on music. Uh, so I, I feel like it's not going to be too much longer before maybe we get a single from him. Unpopular. <laughs> you are you, you know going to say? Oh, you know God, what? Are you going to go on a post Malone rant about Kendrick Lamar? No, unpopular. You know, maybe I did wake up and choose violence today. I have not liked one of his albums since uh, Mad Kid. Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, yeah, I think that is an unpopular opinion. To I think Pimp a Butterfly was great. I didn't like To Pimp a Butterfly at all. Fantastic album. I liked Damn more than I did To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, it's obvious you don't like any jazz influence then or anything like that. You don't I, don't like think, that. I don't even think it's that. I don't even think it's that. I think it's just, I just, I don't know what it was. I, just, I think it's obviously that. That's what, it, that's what most of the album was. Had a, it kind of went in a different direction. It had kind of the same feel, but just, just uh, some, it had some nuance to it that was just a little bit different. So uh, you don't like that. You kind of want him to stay in that, uh, stay in that lane of good kid, mad city. And whenever he deviates from that, you're, you kind of go off. No, kind of go off away no. from that. No, that's, that's, that's exactly what you're saying. That's exactly what you're saying. No, don't say no as you're saying. To Bimper, no, Butter- I don't like whenever it's different. But but you know, I, I but I kind of do at the same time. Like yeah, To Pimper Butterfly you're, you're, has really has great songs that I that I listen to. Just not as just just not as many. I'm trying to think of how to say this. Okay, so Good Kid, Mad City. That album, I listen to more songs off of that album. Than I do to Pimp a Butterfly and Damn, and then you just get, sort of go down the list. I listen to more songs off of Damn than I do to Pimp a Butterfly. I'm like that with a bunch of artists, though. I mean, a, a lot of like I'll go. My favorite artist, Frank Ocean. A lot of people think Blonde was better than Channel Orange. Tyler's one of them. I highly disagree. I think Channel Orange is five times better than Blonde. And I still go back to those songs off of Channel Orange over Blonde. But Blonde has some bangers on it also. So, you know, that makes Blonde my lesser my lesser album out of the two albums that dude's dropped in a decade. Drops two albums yeah. in a decade. It's some bullshit. Drop more music. You should, you should tell him that. I don't even know what Frank Ocean's real name is. Christo- I think his name is Christopher. I'm pretty sure his name is Christopher. Almost positive. I think that's. I, th- I don't think it would take that long to figure out what his real name is. That's what I'm looking up right now. Yep. And Christopher Edwin Bro. Or B R E A U X. Yeah, that does seem like it would be Bro. Yep. 33 years old. He's from Long Beach, California, IA. Well, all right. Also, so, fun fact. I learned this the other day because I've been listening to a lot of their music. Brockhampton. They're, I guess, the lead singer or whatever you want to call them because they're technically a boy band, but they also rap. And I don't think boy bands sort of go into the rap category and call them a rap band. But they're not really a band because there's like 30 of them. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, Kevin Abstract, I guess you call him the group's leader or the founder of Brockhampton. Me and him share a birthday. We have the same birthday. Oh, yeah. So that's sort of cool. It's not the same year, right? You all aren't the same age, are you? No, I'm a year older. You're a year older. Gotcha. I'm a year older. So that's cool. I found that out the other day. But uh, off of music. Yeah. <laughs> you watched any movies recently? I have. I've actually been on a movie kick recently. Uh, it all started with The Farewell. Uh, you told me about that one, didn't you? Yeah, it has Aquafina in it. Um, yes, yeah, you did tell me that one. Very, uh, very good. It's on Amazon Prime if anyone out there wants to uh, give that a shot. Uh, it's a pretty short movie, too. It's only like an hour, hour 40, something like that. Uh, just today, I watched The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix. Yeah, that is on Netflix, yep. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, Sasha, oh, I always forget how to, Baron Cohen or oh, whatever. Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah he's... Uh, he's yeah. so funny. Uh, that, and then I watched uh, Minari a couple of nights ago as Stephen well, Young. which I was super excited for and it lived up to the hype uh, i think it should be nominated for best picture at least nominated i'm not sure if it should win but at the very least it should be nominated uh that's the best movie i've seen this year obviously we're only a, a couple of months into this year but so far that is easily the best movie i've seen thus far uh very uh moving it's a very real it, it's just it just feels very real there's no super over dramatization of it um the the, the performances especially by Stephen young and uh, uh the uh, boy who plays david uh, the little the little boy in the movie are just fantastic because everyone does such a good job i can't speak highly enough of that movie i know it's it's like twenty dollars to rent right now uh because it's just now widely released into theaters and streaming services. So it's kind of one of those, but honestly, if you don't mind doing that and you got some time to kill, I would absolutely recommend it. I can't speak highly enough of Minari. I actually, there's, I was, Oh, come on. Where's that? Um, I saw something. I was on IMDb and I wanted to see coming soon. Yeah. Um, there was a movie that, um, oh, that sort of sucks. It comes out March 12th. It has Tom Holland in it called Cherry. Oh, Cherry. Yeah, that's on Apple TV, too. Yeah, it got a 5.6. Yeah, it doesn't have great reviews. I don't think it's awful reviews, but I don't think it has great reviews Well, that's either. upsetting. That's That, that hurts. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's another movie that I saw that's coming out soon that I was very interested in um not real nothing really i mean mortal Kombat comes out on april 16th yeah the the, the zach snyder cut of the justice league is coming out which has not, jared leto as the joker in it right yeah it's uh i'll probably give it a shot i haven't even watched the first justice league to be honest i'm not much of a dc person um but uh I hear you know that that one just has a lot more hype around it. Yeah, I'll watch than it. The original, so it's on HBO Max. I mean, if you have an HBO Max subscription, might as well give it a shot, I guess. But yeah, um, there's that, and then uh, Kong versus Godzilla, which it's kind of the same thing. It's like yeah, if you have the subscription, might as well check it out, even if you're kind of into that thing, which I like. Oh, the, this is hmm. it, Spiral. It was supposed to come out last year. It has Chris Rock in it. Um, it's a spinoff from the Jigsaw series. Really? Or the Saw series, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, a sadistic mastermind unleashes a twisted form of justice in Spiral, the terrifying new chapter from the Book of Saw. That's something I wanted to see really bad when it was announced, you know, middle of last year. And it has Chris Rock in it. Yeah, it has Chris Rock in it. Um, the Conjuring, the new one, uh, they never miss the Conjuring series. They've always been good. Um, oh, in June 25th, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I'm very excited for that. 
Woody Harrelson is sequel. Yeah, Woody uh, Woody Harrelson is Venom. Oh right. Um, apparently there was a leaked trailer uh, sometime late 2019 of like a not a leaked trailer but like leaked footage uh, of some film shots of a what they were going to use as B-roll for the trailer and um, I couldn't find any video evidence of it but I watched a guy talk about what it was uh, apparently the movie takes place around Halloween time because the the original Venom the one that came out like three years ago was uh, PG-13 so you know Venom eating the heads of people and stuff obviously was like cut you know cut scenes uh, this one's rated R because Carnage is a I mean, he's a serial killer that has a symbiote. So he's much mm-hmm. more vile and evil. But apparently in this, like, cut trailer or, you know, B-roll trailer, it takes place around Halloween, and these kids knock on this door, and Woody Harrelson opens the door, and they say, you know, trick or treat or whatever, and he goes, I'll go in to get some candy. And then you just see a giant, like, red hand come out and grab these kids. And then the the you know the the title pops up and says let me let there be carnage so I'm excited about that I think that'll be really good. Uh, I I'd, I'd probably on a scale of one to ten of excitement I'd probably put my excitement at like a five. Yeah, that. yeah, that I think that'll be good. Uh, the new Blade, whenever they want to drop a trailer for that, because Marvel's doing it, I think that's going to be fantastic. Hmm. Um, I forgot the dude's name. He was in the Green Book. Uh, the movie The Green Book. Uh, that 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 guy's playing Blade. Um, I'm very excited about that. Um, I think Morbius is going to be butt cheeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's sort of you sort of have to have it because it ties over into the Blade series, and Spy and Spider Man. Um, I didn't know this. Did you know in the original Blade movie? Like the the original Wesley Snipes Blade movie, you know Blade is you know he's half human, half vampire, vampire hunter. Morbius, very sick doctor, mixes his DNA with a a special type of bat. He becomes like this bat hybrid human that's like an anti-hero. He's like Venom. He's like an anti-hero. I didn't know this in the original Blade movie. Uh, in an extended scene, it was a deleted scene, but like an extended shot of the end of the movie. Uh, Blade, where Blade and the girl that he saves, they're on a rooftop, and she goes, "What's next?" And he goes, "It's something along the lines of, I think it's time for me to, you know, take a break and relax before I get back to, you know, doing what I do or whatever." And she goes, "I don't think you're going to get that rest." And they look across the city, and Morbius is standing on top of a tower. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool," because I had no idea they had anything to do with each other, but apparently they do. So. I guess it all makes sense now. They all sort of tie in together, especially now they're all in the Marvel Universe together. As a fact, I did not know at all. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. That's, uh, Will Marvel look, make that rated that R? I mean... The Blade's pretty graphic. A very graphic, yeah. They make that rated R? If they don't, that's an that's a injustice. I mean, Deadpool's Marvel, isn't it? It is. It That's is. That's rated R. So is Logan. So. Right. So I think that just answered that for you. Yep. Uh, and then the only other movie I'm looking forward to, probably more than anything, Jordan Peele, Candyman. Oh, yeah. Well, isn't he... He's not directing this. He's like a producer, right? Yeah, he's a producer, uh, writer, and something with, like, set something i don't know um but yeah no he didn't direct it producer and writer uh but i mean anything that jordan peele's name is attached to is pretty much is it i mean it's it's a solid thing whatever his name is attached to so far in his uh in his tv movie life i mean key and pill was a smash hit then he did get out which was pretty sure that thing still has like a 98 on rotten tomatoes <laughs> um then he did the twilight series he revamped the twilight series which was uh, i don't know if you've seen it but i think both seasons are fantastic 
every single episode is great. Um, and now Candyman, which is a horror movie that I thoroughly enjoyed. Come on, Aaron. What? You're missing one. Us. Us. There yeah. you go. Us was Us good. Was, Us was really good. I really enjoyed Us. I just hate Jordan Peele because he ruins great songs for me. I got five on it. He made Red, he made Redbone by Childish Gambino creepy. Yeah. Oh, that's another artist, Childish Gambino. He hadn't dropped anything in like ever. Uh, what was the latest? I mean, was um. I mean, this is America. It was after uh, his second album, or not second album, but third album, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the uh, what's the what's the song about uh, summer? Oh, feels like summer. It was in a two pack. Yeah. It was in like a two song pack or whatever. Right, right, right. Was feels that, like was summer. That after, and... or was that before? Yeah, was that after or before? That was after. I, that was, was after. That after. Yeah, he that did. wasn't the latest thing, was it? Yeah. Feels like summer and summer, uh, summer, something, summertime love or something like that. He did because of the internet. Summertime magic or something. Summertime magic. That's it. Yeah, he did because of the internet. Um, awaken my love. This is America, and then the summertime pack two songs. Yeah, that was forever ago. Um, yeah, Jordan Peele. He ruins everything. He made Redbone creepy. I got five on it. That's a terrifying song. And then in yeah, Candy they Man, did a whole remix to that. Yeah. Then in Candy Man, he makes "Say My Name" by Destiny's Child terrifying. Mm. Because you know Candy Man's whole thing is "Say My Name, Be My Next Victim." Is that coming out this year? It's supposed to. It was supposed to come out last September. Oh. Um, I think the new Halloween movie is going to be terrible. Um, I'm tired of Michael Myers being shot in the forehead and living. Uh, <laughs> I think it's stupid. He's a human. He's a giant human. I mean, he literally literally rose from the grave, didn't he? I mean, he's not. He's. I I mean, I shouldn't I shouldn't really get into it because I'm not I'm not super educated on Michael Myers. So, so um... the original Halloween ended with him being shot in the chest and him falling off a balcony. Yeah. Then he gets up. Maybe I'm thinking of Jason. I think Jason was take, was rose from the dead, like his mom. I people like, ask me and Kyler are getting this thing, this sort of like debacle all the time is, which horror villain would you not want to see ever? And my answer is always Jason, because yeah, Jason. He apparently can teleport. He has Steph Curry accuracy. From the movie, and I think I think the newest version of Friday the Thirteenth came out in two thousand and nine. And there's a scene where the girl is on a jet ski, like on the back of a jet ski, and Jason whips out a bow and arrow from across the lake and pings her right in the back of the head. Damn! You got Dame Lillard logo. You got logo Lillard accuracy. He's super strong. Can't really do anything to him. So yeah, it's Jason, one hundred percent. You can't kill him. He'll come back. So yeah, I'm not effing I don't with him. I mean, it, it, you just gotta lure him into a lake, I guess. That's true. Yeah, he, he can't swim. That's true. You gotta make it to the lake first. Yeah, that's true too. Him if you or don't maybe... have a lake. If you don't, if you don't have a lake near you, you're kind of screwed. Exactly. Um, Freddy, well, I don't give a shit about Freddy. I can't can't sleep. But yeah, but like if you if you give him enough power over your dreams and he comes to the real world, real world, he's sort of a bitch. <laughs> like so, like does he, he die by fire? Can't aren't you supposed to light him on fire? Yeah, you can light him on fire, or like I think it was in like Nightmare on Elm Street four. He got enough like sleep juice or whatever you want to call it uh, for him to enter the real world. <laughs> sleep juice, and they like beat his ass. Like he ain't shit. He's a bitch with knives on his hand. Can't fight. So, he's powerless in the real world. All you got to do is get him there. I feel like I can do that. I mean, Michael Myers is kind of similar to Jason is. See, Michael Myers is confusing because you have Halloween, the original. He gets shot in the chest off a balcony. They go, where is he? He got up. He disappeared. Okay. You can survive a chest shot. Misses your heart. Okay. He comes back in two. They just don't kill him. They lock him up. 
No, you know, who cares that he killed, you know, 40 people in two years? Who gives a shit? Let's just lock him up. He won't escape again. He's only seven foot three and 260 pounds of pure muscle. Who cares? And a killing machine. And then, like, they made some, like, knockoff versions of Halloween uh, after John Carpenter stepped away from it. And then John Carpenter came back to produce the new one that came out two years ago, which was fantastic. But they ended it with him, you know, being trapped in the basement on fire and him literally standing in flames. Then he was gone. You don't survive that. He's human. There's nowhere in the storyline that proves that he's anything other than human. Now, if like in the new movie, they they confirm that he has like special abilities, I won't be that mad at it. But as of right now, he's human. Dude's been shot like 30 times. No one survived that many bullet, you know, bullet penetration holes than 50 Cent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. That's really it. So I'm going to watch it. I just, he did it again. What do you know? Give me a second. Gonna have to try them on here. <laughs> I guess he's died. I don't know. What is going on? This dude's going crazy right now. He's just ending ending phone calls left and right. Oh, there he is. I'm never using these headphones again. <laughs> Forget it. Headphones kind of suck anyways. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm in my late 20s still. Just messing up with technology. It's embarrassing. <laughs> um. Yeah, no. Michael Myers. Uh, if they, yeah, he's human. I'm not going to be excited to watch it, but I'll watch it just to sort of see if they finally actually, you know, end it once and for all. They finally can do it. The girl in distress at the end of the, at the end of the movie that has the gun in her hands decides to put a bullet in his head and then confirm that he's actually dead. (laughs) That's it. The end just says the end. end. That's it. No, really. That's it. Like that's it. That would be great. Shoots him in the chest. He falls off the balcony. She's not satisfied. Bang, bang. What's, uh, what rule is that in Zombieland? Double tap. Rule number two. Double tap. Yep. Double tap. Double tap him. One to the chest, one to the dome. If he gets up, uh, run. <laughs> if he gets up, run. I don't know. It's, he doesn't chase after people, so you, you, can, you have a chance to get away. Sort of. That's what makes him scary is that he doesn't run. He's so cocky and arrogant. He's like, oh, I'll catch you eventually. I'm just going to walk. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I haven't been into that world in so long. I was just because it's been, yeah, like you said, it's just been so drawn out with a bunch of these that I just don't see any reason to watch any new ones, whatever yeah. the old ones or the classics. And they're, they're proven to be, I mean, the original and good. I mean, that's what made them so popular to begin with. So it's like, I'm not really interested in just keeping it going. I'm not that interested in them. So it's just not, I like them, just not that much. So it's just like, if they come out with some new ones, uh, cool. Um, I'm going to be chilling. I'm good. Yeah, no, there's not a lot of horror movies that are, that grab anyone's attention anymore. I mean... The Conjuring, they do really well. Um, Jordan Peele, when he touches horror movies, he does great. Um, I think Candyman's going to be fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, um, when they did The Strangers, 
Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that movie because it actually happened and it's actually creepy. <clears throat> just the yeah, it's more realistic. Just the thought of three strangers breaking into your home and you ask them why are you doing this and they just their answer is just as simple as you are home, just because. Like that's psychotic. That's that's very realistic psychosis, and I think it's so cool. Okay, I'm not gonna go as far as to say that, man. That's really cool, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a real world scenario that I think un- unfortunately could possibly happen. I guess I think that yeah, I went to the movie theater and saw the second one of the strangers. Like they made a, a sequel to it, and the movie itself sucked, but there's a scene in that movie that is by far one of the best scenes in a horror movie that I've ever seen. And it's, uh, like the boy of the family. He's looking for his little sister and the strangers, all three of them are hunting them. And they're at this like RV park and it's, uh, (laughs) this RV park is like stuck in the eighties. So it has like these neon signs everywhere and they end up out by the, the pool. Are you, are you familiar, familiar with the, like the Kubrick shot where it's like you're on their face, but it looks like the, the background's like getting further away, mm-hmm. but somehow, yeah. Um, they're out by this pool. The pool's lit up, you know, the lights in the pool. There's these neon signs everywhere. So it has like this really cool, like eighties retro look to it. And, it shows the sun standing above the pool with a golf club and the, the Kubrick shot happens on him, but it, it's in reverse. So it's zooming out off of him and you can see one of the strangers, like the girl stranger running at him full speed in the background with a knife and he hears her footsteps. So he like sidesteps and binks her over the top of the head with a golf club <laughs> and he kills her and the, the guy stranger sees it and he pulls out his ax and then all of a sudden uh total eclipse of the heart starts playing and for some reason like that song fits the scene extremely well especially in the breakdown um when the music is stripped away and the stranger ends up winning the fight in the pool and stabbing the brother and the music strips away you're like oh man now we're slowly falling apart Nothing else to say. Oh, yeah. Total eclipse of the heart. Then he dies, and I'm like, that scene was sort of great. <laughs> like, huh. whoever put that together was a genius. And then right after that, it's like they it's like they brought in a person just for that scene. And then they're like, all right, cool, we got it from here. And then the movie went back to shit. Huh. I'll have to look into it. I, I, I didn't <laughs> know there was a sequel to The Strangers. Yeah, I just that that scene has stuck with me ever since I saw it. I can't remember anything else from the movie, but that scene because that scene is so memorable. It's just really just the whole thing fit for some reason, and it shouldn't, but it does. It works really well. I'll have to give it a shot. Oh, also, also before uh, before I wrap this up, Austin Scott. Um, he told me to uh mention him because i was one because we you know like i said kyler's not here on this episode and we're at the gym a little late and he has to work in the morning so he couldn't do it and i was like ah, i was talking to him about who i could possibly like facetime to have on he was like oh you should get that colton that colton guy you know on the episode um he's a big fan of the show um he listens to the episodes when they come out and uh he thoroughly enjoyed the at last episode me and you did together. So uh, he mentioned you. He's like, you should get Colton to do it. I like that episode. I I actually, you know, enjoyed listening to it. And I was like, yeah, I'll give Colton a try. So Austin, um, thanks. This one's for you. Yeah, this one's for you. I'll pour one out for you. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. You can go to patreon.com slash NYNP. We have two tiers. We have a $5 and a $10 tier. Bang bang. Um Kyler Durham twenty one on Snapchat is Kyler's. I film Aaron on Instagram for me. Night and Roll Podcast on Instagram. Academy of Conspiracy on Instagram. And iFilm Cinemas Productions on Instagram and Twitter. 
Um, I think that's it. Colton? Aaron? Got anything to say? No, just thanks for having me on and always uh, glad to fill in for Kyler's sorry ass whenever I can. <laughs> I, I like that exit. That exit's way better than what Kyler ever brings to the table. Way better. <laughs> All right. So I think on Friday it'll be back to normal. It'll be me and Kyler again. Who knows? Kyler has a baby. Might not be. Maybe it'll be me and Colton again. So who knows? But with that being said, I have nothing left to say. Colton, you got anything you need to say before uh, I hit this stop recording button? Just until next time. Thanks for listening. All right, cool. See you all on Friday.